Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about empathetic witnesses. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes below. Also, if you want to work together, if you want to improve your confidence in dating and create an exclusive relationship, then my coaching program from dating to exclusive is for you. It is designed with a curriculum to set the foundation both in your mindset and your life to be ready to meet somebody. And then it goes into dating skills and dating dynamics, which I teach you and I coach you through. You can ask me questions, you can get feedback, you can connect with the other women in the group and get support that way. And it's a really helpful program for learning these skills and having a different experience in dating so that you don't keep ending up in casual relationships or situationships. So if you get on the waitlist now, you'll get early bird pricing and you'll also be able to join earlier as well. So the waitlist link is in the show notes below. So I want to talk about something that we often don't give enough attention to and maybe don't realize the full impact of, which is empathetic witnesses. And really, I was thinking about this this week because I went through a period of like one and a half, two years ago, um, really putting my mind to creating really good friendships here in Portland. And... I was really pushing myself to be super social, even though I'm introverted, to overcome social anxiety so that I can feel connected with people instead of anxious. And it has paid off big time. It's really one of those things that was worth all of the anxiety (laughs) that I experienced in the way that it's coming back to me now and just keeps improving. And so... I had a tough week last week and had some things come up, which I won't share because it's a podcast that goes to thousands of people and I've overshared before and I regretted it. But if we were in person, I would tell you. Anyways, I had a hard week and I also had a bunch of plans with friends because I recently got back from my travels for the last three months. And so I I was really booked for meeting people and catching up with people and it was super rainy and super gray and I just had some challenges going on and I didn't really feel like going to almost any of these meetings like I always like I wanted to see people but I also was kind of like man I wish they would just come to my house and we could just watch tv I I didn't feel like leaving the house really but I knew that I always feel better when I go out and meet people And so I went to these different meetings and a few things happened. One is I had fun. Um, Two is I was distracted from what I was thinking about. And three, I talked about my challenges and every single person offered something helpful. Like there were several things on my mind. I didn't talk about everything with everybody, but I would bring things up as they came up and the feedback that I got was just so helpful not even like they were giving me advice necessarily but 
just reframing, reinterpreting, giving an alternative perspective, or even with some friends, they were just so good at validating what I was experiencing and just kind of being in it with me. And it was so helpful. And I felt like my recovery emotionally from the challenges that I had was like 10 times faster than it had been in in the past. And I was telling my best friend that I was like, I'm just like, I feel completely better. And I'm just reflecting on like two years ago, if something like this happened, I would have been still thinking about it like one year from now. (laughs) But when you share your challenges with other people, the recovery time seems to be much, much, much faster because it's like they help you organize your little mess or they help you (laughs) like bear the load a little bit more. And so it just got me thinking about, you know, friends and a social life and how incredibly important that is and how much more resilient we are when we have positive friends and influences in our life. And I actually just created a new part of the course, which will be in the From Dating to Exclusive course, which is called Creating a Vibrant Social Life. Because one, I think it's a big part of setting the foundation for dating um, because of what I just shared. But also a vibrant social life is also how I met a lot of people for dating in person. And I know that a lot of you want to meet men in person and a vibrant social life is the absolute golden key to that. The other thing I wanted to share with you today is actually some quotes from uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy's book, Personality Isn't Permanent which I read a while ago, but I thought about it again now with this experience of getting all this support from friends and people and talking to people. And I remembered something that I read in his book that I really wanted to share with you. He said, so the chapter is about trauma. And he said that in order for painful experiences to be growing experiences rather than debilitating ones, you can't bottle up and internalize the pain. You can't have a fragile identity wherein you avoid mistakes or getting feedback. You need to face your emotions personally and be willing to share them with others. By facing your emotions and experiences, you change them. The more painful the emotional experience, the more likely we are to bottle it up and internalize it. And with this emotional bottling comes a premature cognitive commitment and fixed mindset about who we are. Rather than emotions expressed and reframed, the past becomes something too painful to think about. The avoidance of that pain can create a lifetime of addiction in attempts to numb oneself to both the pain of the past and the pain of pursuing a desired future self. It's never too late to find or to be an empathetic witness to trauma. In fact, if you're serious about transforming your life, you need to surround yourself with a whole new cast of friends, mentors, and supporters. You need people that you can talk with openly about your struggles. You need people who can help you get to your own next level. Otherwise, you're going to hit some emotional experiences, bottle them up, and plateau or decline as a person. So in the book, he talks about having supportive people in your life, not just friends, but also mentors, teachers, etc., etc. He talks about even his 
financial advisor being an empathetic witness because he had to be completely vulnerable and open about his current finances and work from there. And so I think it's really worth thinking about what is the future that you want to create And do you have people who support you in getting there and can help you process through the obstacles and challenges? And as he puts it in the book, actually, he says, if you're going to create a powerful future, you'll experience an intense amount of failures, heartaches, bad days, and pain along the way. You need a team of empathetic witnesses. You need people who encourage you to keep going, people who encourage you to dream big, and encourage your work when others don't understand. So I think it's important to have this both personally, but also in less involved ways. So for example, having friends is not a substitute for having a therapist, but having a therapist is not a substitute for having friends. And a lot of people share that once they join from dating to exclusive, it's good to actually have a space to talk about dating that sometimes feels more productive than the way they talk about it with their friends or because their friends maybe are kind of in the same place and are maybe man bashing or also feeling kind of discouraged about dating. So having the dating space in the program helps them meet people who are kind of on a similar path of growth. And then of course the coaching is a completely different perspective from what they're going through and a way to process the experiences in dating. And I think we need both. I think our friends are really great at distracting us, helping us laugh about things. I mean, like one of my, it was just really funny to see the different perspectives of my friends. Like one person was kind of giving an alternative perspective or helping me be a little bit more realistic. One person is snarky and sarcastic and just kind of like uh, taking that stance on things. Another person is just, 100% like empathy validation. The other person is like joking about it. The other person gives a bit of advice. And so I think we do need all these different kinds of support in our life. Um, I also think sometimes if you only have one type of support, then maybe that's not enough to really fully get a new perspective on things. Um, But I think we also need some of the more neutral perspectives from people who are not so close to us or not in our life. I think especially in dating, a lot of things hit us much harder than they necessarily need to and for much longer than they need to because we're bottling it up, we're not processing it or we're not processing it with the right people with people who really have the capacity to be an empathetic witness to what we're experiencing. And then it's also worth thinking about, am I an empathetic witness when people share to me? Do I hold space? Am I able to be there in that discomfort for a little while with that person? Am I giving them a perspective that is helpful or being compassionate or empathetic, or am I rushing to judge or rushing to chime in or kind of throwing gasoline on the fire? And you can both become a more empathetic witness and then also allow other people in your life the opportunity to be an empathetic witness to you. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please do consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. You can do so by searching for Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast, clicking on it, scrolling all the way down and leaving a review right there. Or if you're listening on Spotify, you can just tap the rate button. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Have a good day. Bye.